Welcome to Games Hub, a crypto talk show with investors, influencers, and remarkable personalities. Okay, I think we need to make um, uh, the first speaker, and we can start from there. Um, so we're excited to talk about uh, sports and the metaverse today. I'm sure you recalled our uh, recent kind of advancements of uh, how we how we forward moving forward uh, with. Uh, Vlad uh, and uh, this specific podcast that we're doing, Games Hub, uh, is dedicated to everything gaming and NFT metaverse related. And today we're excited to, you know, talk with uh, our advisor. Um, I'm so honored to say it's a, a good friend, Victor uh, Zabosa, who's, uh, you know, he's uh, uh, just besides being an expert in the space, but also an amazing, you know, human being. Like and uh, uh, Patrix is going to help us to understand different angles. Uh, of sports and just a few words uh, about the I rethink, you know, besides being a Moonboats uh, uh, capital partner and founder uh, and uh, been in DeFi and in crypto for quite a, you know, quite a while. He's a world-class athlete, you know, world-class medalist and, uh, uh, you know, he's, he's a dad, I think, which is important for people to know as well. Um, incredibly connected uh, person and uh, yeah we just uh, collaborate a lot on different angles uh, and helping different projects to to uh, become uh, faster and better and uh, uh, get more adoption users and uh, him and his team did a, an amazing job like with that which we're really grateful for and that's why we we're partnering together in other projects uh, that we're incubating and uh, generate that are coming to our platform so so yeah, I I think if we can technically uh, now add Patrick to the speaker, uh, we're ready to start. So we already presented you briefly as uh, being our you know not only uh, Moonboots Capital founder, uh, world class uh, athlete and medical like medalist uh, or board, uh, getting a lot of awards, uh, being a dad, uh, but also as a good friend. Um, and uh, tell us more about your background, Patrick. Absolutely. I was listening the whole time while while I was trying to fix the situation. Thank you very, very much. It's literally a, uh, an honor and pleasure to be here. Uh, I'm really a fan of you guys, of your team, especially not just you and your own, but the whole team that you have behind. The guys have been building um, Gamespad and, and Bullparks for a while and doing amazingly. And besides of our friend relationship and investor advisor, uh, I'm truly uh, admire you guys really, really much. Uh, thank you for your briefly intro about myself. I think I can take from here a little bit. <laughs> so yes, uh, my background, uh, this is actually really, really nice. It's uh, usually when I speak about crypto, metaverse, blockchain, it's mostly focused on the market, uh, projects, what you see for the future. Uh, this is the first time that someone uh, wanted to to have a, like, a conversation or a fun talk about sports in the metaverse, which is this is exactly my background. So very excited to, to touch on this point and Coming back on my background part, uh, I've been a pro athlete for 23 years in my life. So I started gymnastics when I was only six years old. Uh, I did this professionally since uh, I was very, very young. Uh, inspired by my sister that she, she was a gymnast as well, but just as a hobby. Uh, I was ra uh, raised by my, my older brothers and every single place that they had to go in their life, like school, friends, uh, whatever, party, <laughs> the play dates, they had to bring me with them. 
So she had to go to her gymnastics practice. There was nobody that could stay with me. So she had to bring me with her. Uh, and also I got on the gym and I saw everyone like jumping around and going all the way up in the rope, jumping the trampoline. Uh, like just a, just a crazy kid that couldn't stop and jumping over the sofa on our house. Uh, I, decided, I, I realized that was like an official place <laughs> that you could jump and jumping all over, all around everywhere and, and not getting punished for, right? <laughs> that was the right place to do it. So I started gymnastics on that day uh, when I was six years old. Uh, after one year, I already uh, became regional champion in Sao Paulo, Brazil. I got offered the best uh, uh, full scholarship uh, on the city over there because of the sport. Uh, I came from a very humble family, and that was something really, really important for us uh, to be able to study on that school uh, and because of sport. And this was something that was never, we don't, we don't have like the American culture in Brazil. They're like, we know if you are become good in a sport and maybe get a full scholarship in the university. No, this is completely, it's not even on the radar of our parents uh, over there. They're not educated at this level we don't have this kind of structure so when that happened with me it was really really special uh and then that when i saw like okay sports is something that can bring me somewhere uh but i gotta be a good uh, a good guy in the school as well taking good in good like uh take good notes good grades and be good in sport so that means that i could not fall into any traps that i had in school because <laughs> like uh, guys that went to like bullying me or whatever because i was doing sport and i couldn't respond uh, the way that i wanted because i was a gymnast you know in the school uh because if i did anything wrong i would lose my scholarship right and if i doesn't perform well in the sport i would lose my scholarship as well my full scholarship so uh, since since very young i had to become very mature very resilient uh, and you know and focus and target center so and like during my career, uh, fast forward 20 years, I became World Cup champion, Pan American champion two times, uh, representing Brazil. Uh, what else? Uh, I've been there in London to post 12 Test Olympic Games, Rio 16. Uh, and after the Olympic Games of Rio de Janeiro in 2016, uh, I got invited by the head coach of the USA team to be coached by him for the next games in 2020 in Tokyo. Uh, and he asked me to move to Miami. And by that time, I was, uh, you know, like I, I was living in Rio de Janeiro, really nice. Miami's obviously, like everyone knows, it's it's awesome as well. And then I said, yeah, why not? I think we should give a try. It's not Alaska, very similar lifestyle that I have over here. So I moved to Miami. Uh, and when I moved to Miami, the Brazilian national team said, "Are you back to Rio de Janeiro to train with your team? <laughs> Are you out of the national team?" And I said, "Oh shit! All right." Uh, tough times after the whole life you're working for a country you're doing like literally blood for them they kick me out uh because i, I want to be better right i'm looking for a better opportunity uh this is like completely opposite of decentralization right like it just just like completely <laughs> it's a completely different case it's not blockchain but like it's just for, for you to see how, how mentality goes in every single place right so i decided to stay in miami and then i said okay bye guys if you want to kick me out of the national team you can kick me out of the national team i'm happy miami and then i will train with this coach and i have no idea what tomorrow uh has reserved for me but i will work hard right so i basically trained from 2016 uh to 2018 without any tangible goal or competition on my side because uh, i had no no flag to represent um and when i and when they made that decision I lost all my salaries, sponsors that I had a bunch, uh, like 
like global companies that was backing me in Brazil to be, to do the sport and to be the the like the main the main face of the company because I lost uh, my Brazilian representation. I lost everything, right? But I still have my savings, and that's when, like, uh, even even like, also this is a lesson on the bear market. I know that everyone will will go through the situation. Uh, it's when the tough times uh, happens. Uh, is when like things get really difficult that the best opportunities comes to you, right? Because you, you gotta renovate yourself. You gotta you gotta be creative. You gotta find other other solutions. You gotta literally step out of your comfort zone. So that's when I, based on my graduation in Brazil already previously, there was already in economics and business management. I start to, to research about something that I can do while I think still training, right? Like I was committing six to seven hours a day in the gym every day from Monday to Saturday. Uh, but it's to make money because the club in Miami, they would never pay me. Like usually any athlete pays to, to, to train there and to be coached by that guy. Um, so that's when I found crypto and blockchain um, the beginning of 17, the end of 16. And then I read the white paper of Bitcoin. And I, like I started to research and learn about uh, like what literally means Bitcoin, uh, blockchain, even Ripple by that time. <laughs> and then I said, okay, this this thing makes sense. Makes sense. I'm excited about that. Uh, so that's exactly why I started to invest and get involved in crypto. Amazing. Thank, I mean, this is exciting story, and this is show. It's actually. Um, a beautiful kind of uh, beginning where it shows that you're a fighter and regardless of the cycles, people have opportunities and as long as they believe in themselves, you know, that's, uh, uh, that's, uh, that's a good way to, to fight for, for your future and for the potential, like, you know, uh, opportunities uh, that, that are always around us. So, you know, from this, we can go uh, directly to the topic, right? So we're talking about sports. So right now, one of the biggest questions was like, why is sports like, you know, even good in metaverse? What are, where are the practical case studies that you see in like, uh, for example, like what we've seen, like in, from the investment standpoint, like we see a lot of interesting peer to peer and follower to team or athlete to team, like, you know, digitization uh, experiments, right? Where sports team, they shape like the new frontier in the, uh, in the metaverse and they try to engage via like, you know, NFTs with their fans. And that's a new, new tool to engage with potentially completely new audience, which again, potentially will bring them new revenue. But what I hear, I want to hear your opinion as someone who's coming from this background and knows obviously more about this inner kitchen, what's happening like behind the scenes in the sports world and the franchising. And like you mentioned that you know, there are several brands that were sponsoring you, obviously that's important. So how do you think it will evolve in the metaverse? Yeah, like, again, uh, not just in sports, like we're saying, uh, the, the same way that the metaverse is, uh, it's good for finance as well. Uh, for DeFi, you can check many other projects and many other products that will have the right exposure inside the metaverse. Uh, but it's still, it's still an, an unclear and almost like untapped field. People are still exploring, still expanding on ideas. And I believe it's the same thing with sports. Uh, there's no clear direction right now. Exactly like, yes, it would be fantastic on sport because of ABCD. Uh, I would be so naive on, on myself to literally come with a perfect direction or a vision that I believe uh, it will explode in the future. Uh, the point is, I see, yes, a lot of potential uh, in the relationship between sport and the metaverse because uh, it's not like uh, sport is physical, right? Uh, 
not just talking about like card card sport games like poker or uh, e games that which are which, which is a sport uh, as well the same way uh, most of the sports are physical so you cannot actually practice or compete inside the metaverse right uh, even though if you like use the best VR or try to do a box fight or whatever it will never be the same but you can completely change the game on the way how you uh, you watch you broadcast those events so like um, sports is all about not for the one doing the sport, but for, for the audience, for the ones that are rooting and cheer for, for your favorite player, uh, for your favorite team. It's all about the community being together, and the experience. Sports is experience, sports is dream, is sweat, you know, is blood, is uh, be, be happy and, you know, and, and be able to, to, to deal with deception as well. On the metaverse, we can have all of that, right? Imagine you can, like, whatever metaverse can host the final of the NBA's final, right? So I'm not able to be over there on the stadium in the US watching the last game, go to state and Celtics. But I can be in the metaverse with my friends, uh, like get 300,000 people together. Uh, meanwhile, in the break between each game, you can have like our sponsors talking, you can learn, you can play. So like the way that you interact, it will change a lot. And in sports, there's no better actually, and music, of course, uh, way to interact and reasons to be there than sports. So I believe uh, the way that we watch a sport, the way that we interact, the way that we buy uh, merch, the way that the way that we bet uh, on the system, uh, on players, on on results, right? Betting, I believe, will be super strong on, on the metaverse. Uh, I think this is one way to go. Uh, but I mean, once uh, it starts to expand, uh, we'll get more creative, right? And and we'll find unimaginable uh, solutions that I'm not even mentioning right now, and that will be awesome. Sure. So 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 and 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 like think about it, like if you would have a chance right now to. To pitch to one of your best sports team, and I don't know. You're coming from Brazil, obviously. Like I, when I used to be a kid, like I was a fan of Brazilian, you know, football, right? Or as as they say in, in the U.S., like soccer, right? And yes. if if you were to pitch to uh, the national, like you know, so football team association team of Brazil or any sports club that you that you admire, right, in the world, like what would be your elevator pitch? Why do they need to enter metaverse? Yeah, you're calling me on spot right now, so <laughs> I got to yes. swag a little bit. <laughs> you got to swag Let's do it, a little Let's bit. do it together. Let's do it together. Yeah, it's okay. You got to, you're going to get your turn. Don't worry. So, <laughs> uh, so yes, soccer, uh, in Brazil we say football. Football uh, is not American football. It's the regular, the original football. <laughs> um, my favorite team is Palmeiras, and actually I'm crazy for Palmeiras. Uh, it's my soccer team there. I, I like four or five months ago I, I flew to Dubai invited by Palmeiras to be in the final of the World, Club, World Cup of Clubs of teams. Uh, Palmeiras played against in the final against Chelsea and we lost in the final for Chelsea. Yes, but it was it was amazing but it was again uh, my experience there in Dubai uh, watching my team and being with one of my childhood friends in Dubai as well that he flew from Brazil and meeting other guys that was like talking like uh, everything that our team came through to get to this point to get to this game regardless if we don't win the world championship we are the best in the, of the Americas we play in the final Chelsea that thing brought us to Dubai we are here collectively connecting in and working because of this uh, it's the same feeling that I have in the metaverse to be honest because I, I, for that thing I had to go to Dubai right but I could afford the trip I could afford the hotel I could afford many other things right uh if Palmeiras find or any other soccer team find a proper way to be together in the metaverse and 
get uh, their community, uh, all the people that push and move their team. Because the reason of every single team, it's the it's it's the it's the audience, right? Uh, there, if you don't have anyone rooting or going to the stadium or buying your shirts or pushing for for better results, you you, you don't have a, a proper team. You don't have a structure. You just have like people playing during the weekend. Exactly. So it's community. I, Exactly, community is everything. So I believe that there's no other way, right? No other way, but there's a, a new and better way actually to commute more people together right now in the same spot. And then instead you have like only 50,000 people in the stadium watching, you can have 300, 1 million uh, collectively and no, no violent per se. <laughs> Yes. No, so, so this this is another point. Like you know, so like I, I obviously you know like the Brazil environment better. I know just a few things which you know the carnivals and obviously it's an amazing country by itself. Like you know, soccer and like an amazing like atmosphere. But it's also what we know for a fact that it's a it's a growing economy. There's a huge potential in Brazil. Like you know, over digitization and you know overall the economy. And and, and also we're talking about the situation where. The, there's a lot of expats, like in every other country, there's a lot of Brazilians who live across the world. So if you think about it, right, you know, for people who, that's the guy with Palmeira, right, they're fans, but they cannot attend like, the matches. Now they can interact inside the metaverse with their favorite team, like living somewhere in Europe or living somewhere maybe in Africa or in Asia. It doesn't matter, right? So it gives you an opportunity to kind of socialize and uh, interact in, in the way when you want it, how you want it, and and still be present, right? You know, so this is a new, interesting, uh, like tool which we can use for like and be still decentralized, uh, and don't depend on the location. So I think that that's another like interesting point that you brought up, like uh, which which is a segue to my next question to you, right? So, um, what type of like barriers can metaverse resolve in this post world that you see on a practical level? If we if we start with small things like like low hanging fruits, like if you would pick one problem that you personally think that it can solve, like let's say like coming year, I would say cost cost wise, uh, because again fans they are fans and they like literally do crazy and stupid things sometimes. Follow their favorite team or their favorite player, their favorite you know individual actor actress, uh, but it's still cost and they have to sacrifice a bunch of things in order to to get there to be around those players, those team, and those people. Metaverse, uh, it's again it's um, the more democratical place uh it's less cost effective right you still have the cost whatever will be the, the associated cost for you to have uh, the experience the tokens of the project like whatever it's still uh, if you become a member uh, and you have the right association the team or the, the special the special league with the metaverse you can create amazing amazing experiences and people can be literally like everywhere following them and as much more you develop and you expand uh, on that experience for the fans i think that's when can become even like i'm trying to be modest but like i would say even double or three times or triple the revenue and the profits for those teams if they explore properly the, the metaverse because it's all about experience. You need to make sure that your fans and your audience get emotionally attached even more to you, to the audience or to your team, to your player, to your game, to your story, right? So imagine uh, you, you're watching a game. Sometimes you're like, 
you managed to go to the stadium, but you, you took the worst seat ever, right? You're sitting like, a, like 30, 30, like 50, 40 feet high. You can barely see the players. You just see like some ants down there moving. And then you you have to hear the, the first guy that is sitting the first row to scream goal. So you know that they, they literally scored, but you're still there, right? Uh, you can create like an amazing new different experience and visualization inside the metaverse. Like imagine if you have the VR, you have those 3D 360 cameras right now. You can literally be inside the field and feel it. Like, and you look to your right and to your left, uh, the camera is, is right there, but you feel it feels that you are there, like sitting side by side, maybe even in the bench, right? Uh, with the reserves uh, of your favorite player. So like those mm -hmm. kind of things and any other thing can get you like literally emotionally attached even more. And once you get to literally hooked up with, with the experience, that's when you're done. That's when you, you become even more loyal to, to that thing, to that team. And that's when they spend more money than do whatever is possible to be there next time. No, exactly. And, I, and, you know, being at, you know, we're both right now in NFC and WC here, there's a lot of expositions and showcases. Like I, I yesterday I had a luck to just to test really quickly. Like the, the, you know, the glasses are similar to Oculus and it promised that soon you're going to be able to digitize like in the holograms of your favorite players, whether it's Ronaldo or Messi, it doesn't matter. Right? And then you'll be able to feel as if you're playing with them, if, if you're passing with them, if, you, if you're scoring goals with them. And, it, and it's like because of the augmented reality is becoming so real that you don't need anymore to, you know, just watch TV. Like you can actually participate in this. Like, and, you know, for kids when it's their, that's how they grow. It's like, it's, it's an amazing experience. So, so definitely, yes, this, this is an exciting path, but since we're, you know, since we're still talking about like business, right. And it, you know, we want to also be practical people and uh, try to understand the ways and the path of monetization. So in your opinion, what will be the, the main monetization in the sports domain? Like what will be, or I would rather say the biggest, right. For, for the short term period. Yeah. The, again, uh, I believe there will be quite a few ways to monetize the sports and the organizations be super profitable. I already said, uh, like a few, uh, you can only put 50, 40,000 40, people in a stadium, but in a metaverse, there's no limit, right? Of course, it will depend how scalable your metaverse is, but, but like, uh, there's other factors that will be there, but technically there's no limit of, of the amount of people that there are. And if you're there for a specific event, right, uh, of like a, even a concert or a game or whatever, those revenues, like tickets, wise can go to the to the institution to to the team as well so there's another new way of revenue but uh besides of those that are those actions that are like the mass actions that are like selling merch selling shirts selling uh, tickets uh, to be on the event i believe we open in a whole new uh, or set of opportunities uh, for sports pro athletes monetize off on, on the metaverse like that. So, for example, uh, Cristiano Ronaldo, like basically, he just announced a partnership with Binance. Like they all get involved more and more and more. So, imagine in the metaverse, and then you have Cristiano Ronaldo hosting um, just a small session for ten people, ten fans, where he will be in a hologram or using a VR or whatever, or just with literally his avatar. But that's him himself for real his voice listen to your question talking to you making questions about yourself about your life and asking your name right in a very exclusive event for 10 people 
right? So I believe those kind of things will be the, the exclusive things, the ones, the things that that you cannot do it so easily in the real world because of safety, because of uh, uh, like dislocation, having to commit yourself another country for those kind of things. So you lose time to practice. You can do this when you're bad, literally, right? So I believe those kind of exclusive moments and experience that you cannot have in person, but you want to still be around your 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 favorite athlete, I believe this would be a game changer. But again, I would be naive if I, this is just one option. Once you, you start the, the game, once this become like a real a real thing, a reality, there'll be a bunch of other options. Like it's it's like the Instagram. When Instagram first started, it was just like a picture with just few like random odd filters, right? Uh, right now you have like a whole economy inside Instagram. You have brands there. You have like influencers selling products. Right? You are your own channel. You don't need anymore to like pay thousands for the TV to be like 10 seconds in the commercial you can be your own tv so like uh, within the time things expand and get into to a limit uh, get to get into a reach that you have no idea on the day one right so it's the same thing for sports so i just guessing few things over here that comes to my mind but uh, i don't want to be naive because i know this is, has a lot of potential and it will be expanded so much for sure listen and we're talking about the future nobody if you, <laughs> if you would have a crystal ball like you know and be able to predict the future we probably would not be even recording this podcast <laughs> So, yes, no. <laughs> it's it's totally understandable. Like you know, we we all have only a certain vision, like a certain kind of like angle uh, from our perspectives, and we appreciate your kind of expertise. So, so you mentioned that, like some of the case studies that you've heard of, like you know, with CR Seven Ronaldo, and I'm sure you've come across some others. Like, what's the one other? And like, I, I know you look at a lot of portfolio companies, and you invest also as well. So, maybe some one another example that you're really excited where the actual like implementation of like sports team whether it's a, a stadium whether it's a sports team or anything related to sport was actually uh, like put into metaverse maybe another case study uh, i'm not sure if i got another question right uh, so maybe you can bring us an example like of of, an, uh, of uh, like of integration of like a traditional sports like team or any other business that related to that was that that you've seen was somehow integrated and in, like they they went to metaverse and that's they announced to their fans and that was some new experience. Have you came across some other that were exciting to you recently? Well, I can mention like for example, I'm not sure if they did already what they was about to do, but just like a. I saw when was Blocktopia. Uh, Blocktopia is still coming to, uh, to live. Uh, it's a metaverse, and they have Jack, Jake Paul, and Jake Paul has the, the his own space, the room arena uh, inside the the metaverse, and he will be able to talk with everyone uh, that will be there on, on his event, right? Answering questions, or even with his sponsor, right? He can he can like uh, marketing his own new product, his own new brand. So like uh, it's difficult to, to to find a proper example, but like uh, even right now Cristiano Ronaldo and CZ and Binance like just have like a talk show without Cristiano Ronaldo needs to be actually flying somewhere and be in person, right? Would be would be kind of like a one time event per year that Cristiano Ronaldo to have the availability to meet and to talk. Uh, but if it's the, if this is happening in the metaverse, he can like literally uh, like. A, putting himself available to do this four times a year, you know? So the experience maybe will be cheaper for the client, uh, will be better for the community uh, because we're going to have him more times. So like uh, there's a bunch of integrations for for, the, for brands, big companies, uh, and the, the 
per se celebrities. Uh, we've seen like so many products right now, uh, even like for example Conor McGregor, he's uh, he has his own whiskey company it's called Proper Twelve, uh, and it was already a, a whiskey company that was growing not fast as fast as uh, and as big as it is right now, but uh, they use the celebrity branding strategy. And having Conor McGregor like being the main face and like equity holder, one of the owners of the company, this is the same thing on the metaverse. Right? I I believe we're gonna see this more and more and more people getting along, coming side, and it's already happening. Like Instagram is a metaverse, is a way of metaverse, right? People buying board apes is is a way that they wanna be part, and they are already part, you know. And who knows if the ape is gonna have their own metaverse at some point, and they're gonna have all those celebrities that own an ape inside. Uh, so yeah yeah they actually build their world where they send land in, in the metaverse already so oh yeah true 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 yes yeah. so, so that's that's pretty popular so yeah but, but that's exactly the point right any community that has loyal fans and whether it's web 2 or even web 3 they're eventually going to more interactive space right so um yeah i think listen we're on the same page so i i i want to open the you know the opportunity for people who listen to us to ask some questions and uh, yes please please so now anyone who wants please raise your hand i think moxie moxie is here oh hi oh hello hello hey how are you uh, i'm great thank you how are you so quick question Fantastic. for me is um how do you think metaverse will change the real human sports experience thanks thank you for your question yeah i like again uh, I, uh sports experience uh like being live in event you know like watching person uh ufc fight in vegas it's still limited it's still very expensive so like i believe like uh, the metaverse and all those events is a way more democratic way to have everyone joining to, to to make you part of of the same experience or maybe even better to be honest the ones that are live and like in or in a odd spot not properly even watching just listening and spending money and, and getting stressed sometimes so i believe the way that we're going to uh, watch and, and and leave the events in the future inside the metaverse of the sports I, I think it will be completely a game changer and there will be so many cool ways and so many new technologies coming like every year that will make this experience more and more real within the time so like there, there's a crazy amount of potential there thank you yeah all right thank you so much yeah, um, any other questions we can you know pop and maybe at least one or two more well i, I may have a question for you constantine <laughs> okay, sure, please. So, 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 like, uh, based on the on the same uh, on the same subject, like sports and the metaverse. How do you see like Gamespad uh, collaborating and helping and support uh, even like the this the bunch of projects, uh, the high high quality projects, gaming that you that you that you guys support and, and incubate on Gamespad. Uh, how do you think like they will play a role for for esports inside the metaverse and how the experience will look like? Uh, well, there are many examples, like, you know, for example, we're not collaborating with some of the projects that are working with specifically with football, uh, sports clubs, and uh, it's all, like, either it's revolving, like, really close to the stadium, like, the conversations in the stadiums, how to help people to get uh, tickets, like, in the forms of NFTs or any merchandise, like, they will actually help to connect the, the virtual and the physical world, uh, subscription models, like, you know, fan base, when they have, they're going to have direct access to their, like, uh, to the players that they love uh, and uh, many other like unique and innovative ones which I cannot disclose right now but uh, uh, I, I think what our strength is and where we're different how to focus on utilities so that the NFT will be not just a you know, collectible or close to art you know, but also going to have some 
practical value, right? And um, we're trying to build models which will make sense. You know, you know, there's a lot of experimentation. Obviously, no one knows which one is going to be the best for now. But uh, I think we're getting closer to understanding of uh, like w when we do some, you know, some consultation and the the projects are doing drops. Like we're getting a more and more feeling after the five different experimentations. Like you know, which one they prefer more, right? Which one actually get them engaged so that they just don't have it in their wallet and never use it again. But it will actually help them to interact with each other. But again, I, I, it's it's less about. I appreciate the question, Patrice. <laughs> but I want, so so that you were the guest. I want people to focus on you and have access. to uh, so please, we have another um, another uh, crypto hunks, uh, right? Uh, who wants to another uh, listener who wants to ask you a question? Hello, crypto hunks. Uh, hello. Hi. Yeah. Good. Good morning. Good. Good evening. Uh, uh, I know the main feature right now that we can think when it comes to bringing sports in the metaverse is more on the fan experience and how we watch the sports, right? So. Like, Question is, uh, how do you think can the metaverse be used for athletes to make training programs more efficient and effective? So we can help athlete, athletes uh, reach its full potential. Yes, that's a great question. Um, again, it's it's a way that you can get way closer. Uh, even if it's in a metaverse, it sounds sounds weird because you're not in person. You lose a little bit of the human touch. Uh, but sometimes the problem is the human touch, right? <laughs> in the metaverse, fix it. So, like for example, like we just mentioned, Cristiano Ronaldo, like the probably him and Messi, the biggest soccer player in the world. You can have him like him for twenty minutes or an hour talking with kids, right? Like are the best kids in a very poor like area from Brazil coming from the favelas. That has big dreams with the sports and they can have a, like literally a conversation during 30 minutes with Cristiano Ronaldo and then he will give like the most valuable lessons uh, ever right to those little athletes so I believe like it's a, it's a space uh, that, you, that you can if you use your voice in the right way you can inspire a lot of people right you can improve your brand you can improve yourself uh, you can learn more things because athletes in, uh, as well they were not going to be athletes forever aka bricks myself <laughs> you, you need to learn more things you need to find other options uh, so I think it's a win-win thing the metaverse for the athletes the way they can expand themselves professionally and they, in the area the way they can inspire people uh, and they exit, to be honest, as well uh, from, from the sport uh, and and expanding like everything that they saw. Like, uh, I wish in my career I would have this, right? I wish in my career my team would do this for me and my fans. Uh, and I think I can I can get it done right now in the metaverse. I can do this right now, right? So maybe again, it's uh, from from the tough times, right? Becomes the the big the biggest and the best opportunities. So I believe it will be game changer, especially for the athletes on. Um, to inspire people, why don't they transition after sport? Yeah, great. Thanks. Thank you. Thank you for answering. Well, thank you. Yeah. Thank you for the question. And uh, I think we can get another uh, question if uh, somebody wants to um, come up on the stage in our virtual <laughs> Games Hub talk show <laughs> stage. Um, please feel free. Um, and then we'll obviously we'll share the contact information with Patrick and we'll be able to ask him directly later. <laughs> Okay, so we have Crypto Mugiwara. I'm sorry if I mispronounce it. It's <laughs> uh, please. Uh, hello, guys. Um, hello, welcome. Oh, thank you, um, Patrick. I have a question for you. Um, 
there is a lot of uh, sports events in the world, like World Cup, Olympics, and how do you think that the metaverse can link those events? Yes, again, you can have like uh, Olympic memberships in the metaverse. Um, uh, again, uh, actually, you have a, like an accent that looks like Brazilian. Are you from Brazil or Portugal? Uh, I'm from Brazil. Oh, yeah, I could tell. <laughs> What's up? <laughs> we got <laughs> yeah. So, yes, I believe that, again, uh, if, I don't know if you've ever been into Olympic Park uh, Arena when you have, like, a bunch of stadiums and arenas and places that you can watch one game here and other thing there. You, you need, like, one ticket for each thing. Those tickets are very expensive. It's literally not an experience for everyone. And it is not just, like, you talk about big events. And it's not just Olympic Games, World Cups. It's, like, Formula One events as well. Uh, tennis, U.S. Opens, right? Uh, so, like... Olympic Games organization, the COI, the, the Olympic Committee, can basically create Olympic memberships, like Olympic NFTs, right? That will give you access to exclusive cameras in the Olympic arena, as well as to watch every single game and sport that you want to do it, as long as we're a member. And again, they don't have to go crazy in prices right now because the reach are like, it's unmatched, it's unlimited, right? So you rather have only 100,000 people uh, like uh, on, on the city that came to Rio de Janeiro or whatever, like Tokyo, that was the last, uh, the last Olympic Games, uh, watching watching those events or do you want to have like 10 15 million people in the metaverse paying like uh, like one tenth of the price obviously but they'll have to cost with flight tickets and etc and we still have a good experience it's still be part of the um, press conference with the athletes pre and post game right so there's so many exclusive way that you can have access if you if they create a proper membership that that will be mind-blowing in my opinion so i believe the way to go is those big organizations create their own nfts membership and and keep adding rewards and perks on that yeah um i have a, an example like skates got in the last olympics and maybe in the future we can see like um some elect electronic sports uh, joining to do you think it's possible with metaverse um with metaverse for sure uh if you esports become olympia mm, i'm not sure again the olympic sports is still a little bit about like uh, precision it's a little bit more physical right than you based on on, on on a set of like algorithms rules ui ux you know like even the sports that don't have to move to move too much you don't have to have like the best shape ever you know like uh whatever, I don't know, like shooting, for example, you can just have like be good aiming and shooting things, right? Uh, but it's still physical. It's still something that depends on your own ability, not just on that game. If the game is great uh, or, or what the people behind the game created a set of rules or... So it's a little bit... It's not open to me, but I, I, I don't believe that esports should or will become uh, Olympic someday. But skate made completely sense. Surf, obviously. Uh, and, and I'm very, very happy to see those sports over there. Sure, sure. Thank you, bro. Obrigado, obrigado. Abraço. Abraço. Perfect. Listen, I, you see, we have diverse communities, people who are like uh, listening. I have, I, I'm sure we have much more. So uh, we'll try to set up more time in the future for, for you to ask your questions. But for now, we reserved one special question to Dana, who is our amazing head of marketing. Yes. Uh, hi, everyone. Hello. Hello, Dana. So my question is how uh, sports teams and also athletes can use NFTs in the metaverse? Um, thank you for your question. Thank you, Donna. You're awesome. You're working so hard, always uh, pushing us. 
the death event. Um, again, we've been seeing like a Constantine can vouch for me. We are here now in New York for the NYC NFT, NFT, NYC, whatever. Uh, we've been seeing so many events going on, and the only way that you can get to those events if, is if you have the NFT that make you a member of the exclusive community, the exclusive group. So, and it's working. Right. And I believe from this experience, from this week right here in New York, they will learn so much. They're having new ideas that the next year, the next event, uh, those memberships to the NFTs will have even new meanings. Right. New new ways to go and, and more way to, to bring people in or, or, or to maybe even make it more exclusive. Uh, those professional teams, those professional leagues, they, they have no idea of the power of that uh, yet. Uh, we need the, the right people with credibility. Uh, crypto is still a very scammy place. It's really difficult to, to gain trust, uh, especially in the bear market. Uh, so uh, within the time, also they have the right people, people that they they have some kind of good level of trust. Uh, new people are actually like pro athletes that are literally migrating and shifting from pro sports and exiting and entering crypto. We've seen these with few basketball players right now, uh, but they still have the good relationship with those leagues, with those teams, right? So I think uh, like time, uh, as for everything, even for heartbroken or for crypto, time is is, is, the, is the solution, uh, is the only answer. And within the time, uh, the membership of NFTs for those teams and league will be, I can not easily say, but I can take a bat without the, the crystal ball, like we're talking about, Constantine. But I believe this can be probably one of the main revenues if they do this right. Uh, we've been seeing the Mavericks in the, in the NBA with uh, them from Mark Cuban. They're quite kind of trying to do this already, right? So, yeah. thank you. You're welcome. Yeah, I mean, listen, we, we, I'm sure there's a lot of topics to cover here, and uh, we'd love to invite you more and more, Patrick. So we really appreciate your expertise. And uh, um, so, but for now, we're probably going to close it. And here, like, I'm, I, we're going to, uh, we urge you to just go to, uh, you know, Mood Boots Capital, like, you know, website, find Patrick on social media. Uh, he's very responsive, amazing person. So I'm sure you'll be able to interact with him more. And uh, we'll post this episode. You'll be able to comment, and we'll uh, we'll try to see your questions in the comments. Uh, so it'll be easier for you. For the next time, still gonna be back, uh, you know, to for this talk show, and uh, literally in uh, uh, one week, so 3 p.m. UTC next Thursday, we got another amazing guest. We're gonna keep it a secret for now. So please join us, and hopefully, like uh, you know, it was great and educational for you. Uh, thank you so much again, Patrix. No, thank you, guys. Like, uh, it was really fun to be here. Very exciting. Anytime you guys need or you want to invite me, just let me know. You have my wallet, Constantine, so you know what to do. <laughs> okay. <laughs> uh, of course, I'm, I'm just kidding. Like, I'm really, uh, I, I can tell that I'm Games Pet family. Uh, we've been here since uh, the day one. Basically, we, you guys was still building the, the, the deck by the time we were talking. So I'm very blessed to be part of, of, of this, this, this project, this team and this family. Anytime you guys need a referrals to other people, to other athletes, other one and other key players in the community um, really really help to, to collaborate and thank you for having me thank you everyone for the questions thank you all right so we're going to wrap it up and please follow uh, all our community we're going to post uh, on twitter and telegram if you have we also doing a lot of polls to understand better what questions are relevant to you guys so we actually care about it so if you participate in this polls so we'll help us to strengthen our show and to make it better for you Thank you so much and have a, have a great day. Thank you. Bye-bye. Stay tuned with Games Hub, a crypto talk show by GamesPad.